and look at where you are today, sir, going from zero deals to one deal a month to now seven to eight deals per month. Uh, we want to know how you did it, but without further ado, Mr. Gustavo Vaz, welcome to the Power Half Hour, sir. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you. Talk to you in a bit. All right. Thank you. Thank right. you. Thank you. All right. So Gustavo, we want to, we want to know, well, first and foremost, why don't we just dive right into it? Um, how did you go from zero deal, one deals to seven or eight deals per month? Uh, I can't tell you much on that, John. It's, it's been a journey, I would say. Uh, let me get back a step back to you. Uh, sure. I've been involved in real estate for, for a while. Uh, did investments for helping my friends because I wanted to do real estate, right? Uh, I had a full-time job and I was making good, decent amount of money, uh, which made me comfortable. I didn't want to leave my job at that time because the money was good, but there was something lacking within me that I wanted to do something different. And I had decided at this age, at this time, I need to make a change for myself. But I was in my comfort zone. I did not want to leave my comfort zone. But one day, you know what? It just happened that the right people come into your life at the right time and give you their opinion advice, which is, which is basically what happened to me. I decided, okay, you know what? I've been licensed for last few years. And I was very comfortable selling one home a, a year because you know that it was a supplementary income and whoever comes my way, I never told anybody I'm a real estate agent. I was a secret agent, so-called. And the day I decided to quit my job, there I was now knowing that I have to do this. What do I do? How do I get my next monthly paycheck coming from? Well, I, I took it a little easy because I had a good package with me, took a time off kind of, and joined. I was talking to EXP before I was there and I did talk to you guys. I was very hesitant to leave my job. Eventually I decided, you know what? This is what it is. This is what I want to do. If I don't do it now, I will never do it. So I quit my job and started working. I called Everybody, uh, I, I built a database, basically. Everyone I knew, that's what I learned from all you guys in the trainings, work on your database. That's the first thing. I wrote every name I could, called everybody, and I said, hey, you know what? I got into real estate. And people were like, what happened? I said, nothing happened. I chose to do this. I love to do this, so I'm doing it. Who do you know who's looking to buy or sell? And I started building this, nurtured this for almost four to five months. In the winters, I went out talking to people. It's cold in Calgary, unlike Vancouver, John. So I, I, got, my, I got my first door knocking, kind of uh, started doing that. And I was very hesitant to do it. But, you know, I took, I took a stride into it. And I said, okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this happen because I got nowhere to go. And that's exactly uh, things started budding out. It sounded like, Gustavo, that when you made the decision to go full-time, 
you cut off all options, you burn all the boats, that everything started happening in the right direction for you. Am I hearing Correct. that correctly? Correct. So you were comfortable and then you became very uncomfortable. What made you do that jump? I had a strong desire that I wanted to change a career and do something for myself and not having a job to go to and, you know, get into the whole thing, the retirement saving plans and all that. I, I wanted to do something different. And I did promise my family that this is what I'm going to do for them. And I'm going to make things happen. And that's what I chose it to happen. And I started working really hard to make this happen. It wasn't easy, but wasn't difficult. It wasn't easy, but it wasn't difficult. Tell me about working hard. What are the specific actions that you took in that working hard so you could share with the audience? So first thing is everybody told me like, you know, you got to build your database. I took that. I took the knowledge. I built my database. Everyone I knew, most of them, I started calling them. Some of them did not even care what I did, right? But I called them. I let them know. That was the first step. So now most of them started knowing me. From my engineering background, very good in Excel. I started using Excel sheet to track whom I'm calling. And now I'm working with KV Core kind of to build that kind of database, CRM. Let's talk about that. You know, Gustavo, a, a lot of brand new agents come to me and I give them very specific, simple homework. Number one, write down all your friends and family list and put it on a spreadsheet. Let me know when you've done that. Guess right. how many agents actually do it out of 100? John, I totally understand you. I also understand this part is everybody on this call and outside know exactly what to do. But applying that, that's exactly what I did. So what made you different then? Because a lot of agents don't take the actions that we advise them to do. It's the action, John. It's the action. Just do it. And I told myself, just do it, just do it. Uh, you know, right now, honestly, uh, I hear a lot of things. I'm a listing agent. I'm a listing agent. I list to last. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? All my deals are from buyers. And I, and I heard something is like, initially you start with the buyer agents. I got so many buyers. I bought them home. And guess what? In a few couple of years from now, a few years from now, these will listing. be my listing. This will be my listing. I started building relationships with them. Mm. When I talk to them, I do not ask them when you're moving, what to do, and too many questions. I build relationships with them. I make mm -hmm. them feel so comfortable that they ask me, how's the market? What do you think we should do? How should we do this? Do you think it's a good time to buy? And that's when I answer their questions. They are asking me the question, rather me asking them the questions. Got it. Build a relationship. Not That's... always ask for business. I, we were just talking about this uh, on the earlier call today. We need to love more and we need to give more without thinking about getting back. Give to give, not give to receive. And I think you have that giver's you know, gain mindset is that you're out there to contribute, you're out there to build relationship, not always ask for business. And that's how it comes even faster. So 
you know, taking those actions and had a strong desire to change career. Why was there that strong desire to change? John, uh, I turned 50. You look great. Wow. I'm right. I turned 50 when I quit, when I left my job. I'm 52 now. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a huge, guys. That's an. That is very scary. What was your previous career, engineer? I was an I was a project manager at an oil and gas company. I was an engineer. Okay. Uh, I was working there. I worked for many years. At fifty, guys. So I don't want to hear you guys say I'm too old as an excuse. No. And I said to myself, if I don't do it now, there'll be never to do it. Oh my goodness! So I decided. I chose to do it now. And I have worked out a plan for myself. This is what I'm going to do for the next five years. And I'm done with it. EXP is giving me this opportunity to build a model. I'm working on building a system which EXP has given to us, building a team locally, within Canada and internationally. That's the goal. Wow. To build a huge organization, build your legacy, and generational wealth. Right, right. That's what we're striving for, for sure. John, here's another thing I would like to add to this. When I start, when I had taken the step of leaving my job, somebody asked me, are you crazy leaving the job? Everybody else is a realtor in this city. Every second person is a realtor. My answer to them was, the harvest is plenty. The laborers are few. Say that again. Because not because people didn't hear it, because it's very important. Say that again. The harvest is plenty. The laborers are few. The harvest is plenty. The laborers are few. Wow. So you didn't come from a scarcity mindset. You didn't come from, oh, it's all saturated here in Calgary. It's all saturated here in Canada. There's no way for me to become a successful realtor at age 50. Guys, don't have any excuses. Gustavo is a prime example. Well, and one more thing I'll tell you, John. So I left my job and I was at my church. After our service, the pastor came to me and asked me, hey, Gustavo, I heard you left your job. Why did you do that? I said, I wanted to do real estate. So I'm uh, doing real estate now, pastor. And he said, are you selling at least one a week? I'm like... Thinking in my head, are you nuts? I did one a year. One a week is, is like a, I don't know if I can do that kind of thing in my head. And I said to him, you know what? I will. I know I can do it one a week. And it stuck in my head that day. And I actually called the pastor and I spoke to him. I said, thank you very much. It wasn't your sermon, but the talk after you gave me. It was a... a- Reverse psychology, uh, motivational speech that he gave you that that had you produce at a high level. Uh, we talk about this all the time, but I want to know your why, Gustavo, uh, your desire. Why, why do you do this every single day? Selling real estate. John, number one, selling real estate is always my my dad. My dad was into kind of, you know, buying property, selling property and I always looked at him and we my dad had a mediocre job, but he made money in the side hustle. And I always kept that side hustle for me. Maybe it's the kind of legacy you can say. And I started doing that. And I thought, and I looked at it and I said, you know what? 
you can make more money, you can have more time. Mm. And the one question, we all know the answers to every questions we, we know of, but we don't apply that what we say, right? And is being rich and being wealthy. Mm. Being wealthy was having time. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Have more time. At my job, I used to work, but come home and work because I got to complete my task. Because if I don't complete it, nobody will do. And then you get in trouble. I said, if I'm going to do the same thing, why don't I do this something in a short period of time and I can be wealthy? Means having time. Wealthy means doing whatever you want, whenever you want, with whomever you want to do it with. And Rich, you just make a lot of money, but you have no time. So Gustavo here wants to be wealthy. Let's back up here a little bit. You said your dad was in real estate and you wanted to come into real estate for more time to become wealthy. Back up, back up, back up. Where, where did you guys come from? And is, were you born in Canada? No, no. My dad was not in real estate, but he bought properties for oh, himself. Property. So, yeah. so we, we, I saw that he, he used to have a day job, oh. normal job, and that's it kind of, right? So uh, that's kind of, uh, I, I grew up in India in Mumbai, where real estate oh. is a scarcity. Okay. And it's when did unaffordable. you come to Canada or Calgary? I came to Calgary in 2001. 2001. Wow. So it's been 20, 21 years. 21 years. Gosh. Okay. So back then you had just probably graduated uh, university or high school? Yes. Uh, yes. I was a graduate of university in high school. I came here, got my engineering done, uh, got into the job. But I would like to tell you my determination of one thing, John. We were flying to Canada, never seen snow in my life. It was the first day we were flying down. It was October 19, 2001. Uh, a flight was just about to land to Calgary Airport. And, you know, excitement looking, oh, we are coming to Canada. And my wife was with me, two little kids. Uh, I told my wife, we're going to buy a house here. And she looks at me, we have not even landed. And you're talking about buying a house. And, and she asked me, and when do you think you're going to buy a house? I said, one year from today, 2002, 18th of October, got my first home. Wow. You said it and it happened. Yes, because it got internalized. Got internalized, guys. Self-talk. Self-talk and internal. Affirmations. Those are the ones which really work, John. So what do you tell yourself every single day in your affirmations right now? Right now, I say I can do it. If somebody can do it, why not me? Why not me? Why not me? Guys, yes. we ask a lot of why me when, when woe is me, when something bad happens, why me? But why not me? Why right. can't I be the best? And here's something, oh, else, I want to, here's something else I want to say, John. Uh, what, I, what I also read every time is those who have more, those who have more, more will be given to them. And those who have less, even the less will be taken away. Ooh. Why do you think that is, Gustavo? Because when you have more, you tend to give more. Mm. You work more because you see that excitement. You see that and you become a positive person. And when you have less, 
you become so negative that, oh, why is me? Why only me? You start self-pitting yourself. And that's when you lose even what you have. So always I try to hang around with more positive people, positive clients. Even my clients now, I've been choosing them. If they are negative, I say, you know what? You want to reduce commission? I can refer you to a 1% agent. He will help you out. That's awesome. I talk a lot about detachment. That's true detachment. Hey, yes. you know what? If this doesn't work for you, I can refer you to another agent. Hey, it's okay. We can't work with everyone. You can't physically do it anyway. So good for you, Gustavo. Thank Gosh, you. So this determination and all these affirmations, um, what makes you so different, sir? It's just me. I'm, I'm just being myself. I'm just being myself and tell uh, yesterday, I will tell you this thing, John. Mm -hmm. uh, I went out yesterday and I, I got a lead from a, from a door knocking and I was walking by the street there and the lady told me, please do not come on my driveway. No soliciting sign is here. Do you see that? And I said, I'm not soliciting. I'm a real estate agent who lives in your neighborhood. Just want to say hello to you. Mm. And we started talking. And guess what? We had a conversation for an hour. Wow. She told me, would you like to come for a coffee next week to my place? We're going to chat. And I said, and she's a, she has been a realtor. She said, I can, I can refer you a lot of clients. I'm like, wow. I never even asked her anything. We didn't talk about real estate. So building relationship has helped me to oh get these things happen. I'm not looking for results because they're just coming. I'm not looking for results, but they're just coming. Gosh. So you focus on building relationships every day and just being me. That is so important. Like a lot of times we're not authentic with ourselves and we become salesy. So it, it, what, what made you become so natural in your sales process and everything just flowed to you so naturally? And I'll tell you what, uh, you asked me this very nice question. My, my mother, she's a very prayerful woman. She always tells me, read the Bible. And I was reading the Bible and it said, knock and the door will open for you. Mm. Ask and it'll be given to you. Seek and you shall find it. And I said, you know what? That's excellent. I hear about all this real estate agents saying door knocking, door knocking. Absolutely, I'm going to do the, knock the doors. And kept me inspiring all these things. Uh, I started door knocking. I My first week in door knocking, I double-ended a deal. What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It was, very, it was very interesting because I door knocked first week, like very excited. I knocked a lot of doors and I said to myself, I should have kept my job. Right? Oh. But then when I came back home, uh, after three days, I get a call from one of these ladies. She says, Gustavo, you came to my door. Would you be able to come at my home? I need to have a conversation with you. Hmm. And I said, okay. Next day I go to them and they had some challenges, husband, wife. And they said, uh, we're looking to sell our home. You mentioned you have a buyer. And I said, I do have a buyer. I contact my buyer and made the deal done. Gustavo, since now I don't have a home, can you find me another home? Mm. That was not, double, not, not only double-ended, now I find her a home. Wow. And the husband said, 
I want a home too. <laughs> this is, I think it's universal laws in working in your favor, right? And you do it by being unattached, by being of contribution, and by being authentic with the conversations of people around you. So I think th that's the general consensus, that, that's the general sense that I get from you, Gustavo, yep. uh, in terms of doing business and doing a lot of business right away. Seven, eight deals per month, guys, in a market that has been crappy for years. Now it's just picked up, right? So, you know, with that all being said, um, business sources, from those seven, eight deals per month? Is it solely past clients and center of influence, family and friends, or uh, door knocking as well? It's been a combination of everything, John. Door knocking, I got a few, but okay. it's basically, it has been referrals from my past clients who were my acquaintance before. And I started knowing them, one led to another and got some investors who were there from my past uh, previous experiences, got for them. Uh, so it's been a combination of many things. Combination of many things. Okay, so starting from family and friends first, why do people resist talking to their own people, do you think? I think they, they have a fear that I have to give you all the information. Uh, you know, possibly that's one of the thing I think, why should I tell you what I'm doing? I want to keep it as a secret and I don't need you to know what I do. Mm, like none of your business. None of your business. I know you're a realtor. I don't care. It's kind of right. And then when they see that you're doing a lot of work and helping others and others are appreciating you, then they come and ask you, how's the market? I love that. And that time, you know, you go to your scripts and try to talk to them and just leave them where they are. And then they come back to you after. So what would you say, you know, on a daily basis, how many people do you talk to? Uh, minimum 25. Okay. Okay. This, there's no magic here, guys. There is no magic. <laughs> I thought it was magic that, you know, business just came to you and fell on your lap. Guys, he talks to 25 people per day. And, and it's funny, it's yeah. funny though, my kids, uh, when I talk on the phone, they, in the background, they say, oh, dad's phone makes him money. Oh my God. That's why he's on the phone all day. That's amazing. And these are reach outs, right? To your people reach outs. and, and, or lead follow up the people that you've gotten yeah. from door knocking guys, it's simply talking to people. And I thought it was universal laws at work that had in manifest deals, but guess what? He puts in the work 25 contacts per day, you know, five days a week. That's 125 contacts per week, guys. And you can do seven to eight deals per month, just like Gustavo. Gustavo, in the next five to 10 years, you know, since your business is growing so fast, what do you see yourself um, as a real estate agent or as a team leader? I would not want to sell real estate after that. Oh. I would like to mentor people, teach them what to do, because that's what I had planned to do. And that's exactly what I would like to do. Uh, I would like to make as much as money selling homes in this period of time. And after that, I want to be doing something different and teach others what I have done. Not that they don't know, but they need to apply it every time. Mm. I, I, I feel like the motivation, John, in our trainings and meetings, what we get is like a food. 
we need to eat it every day. Every day. Motivation has to come every day, not once a week. Guys, motivation and inspiration is just like brushing your teeth or taking a bath, taking a shower. You need to do it daily or else you stink. Right. And, and honestly, I, I believe it's a muscle that we have to work on daily. I wake up, Gustavo, no joke, 80% of the time, pretty angry. Pretty angry. And I have to do the work, attend these calls to pump myself up. And that's okay. Especially in real estate when the market is changing. Right. So just while we're on this, you know, things are changing. The mindset of a lot of real estate agents are on the downtrend right now. What advice do you have to give them to have them be stronger right now? You know what the thing advice would be is keep it consistent. Do not get bogged down with the market. Mm. Transactions happen every day. You, you walk around the street and you will see a new sign popped up and you would think to yourself, I live here. Why did I be able to get it? Mm. But if you are consistent calling your database, you know, I'm old school. I'm old school. I love calling people on the phone. I don't mm. text people. I love to talk to them, hear them. But I'm getting into the trend of texting as well now because you got to live the way people are kind of. Yes. But I love to do face-to-face -face talking. My next one is phone call. And my last one is the text message. And I feel it. it's very, very powerful, a phone call rather than a text message. I do not text my client ever. I mm. just call them. I just call them. Guys, uh, old school still works. Old school, face-to-face, -face, over the phone, and even text. They, it, it all still works. What about social media? What do you think about that? I am not much into social media as such. I've not been doing that. I'm getting into it, John, right now. Uh, just a few posts here and there I kind of try to do, but I think social media is a big thing. I need to get into that. That's my next step to do. That's why I wanted to bring it up because you have no social media presence, Gustavo. No, and I you know, I, we, we interview on this show a lot of social media agents, which is great. But I, I want to tell you guys, you know, Gustavo is the ex prime example that old school still works. Seeing people face to face still works. You know, calling people over the phone still works. You don't have to be a big social media influencer to do a lot of deals. You might be okay doing a lot of deals off of YouTube. That's great too, but you don't need it. You can simply pick up the phone and talk to people. Guys, real estate is an ego risk. There's not a lot of money risk, but it's an ego risk. Tell me, how did you get over that ego and start to reach out to people? Because that's very hard for some agents. Well, you know, uh, when, when you start talking to people, you start understanding. I, I used to never like to listen to what people used to say. But after this now, I, people ask me, what's the one thing in real estate you have learned? is patience. Mm. Patience is something has got me over the ego part of kind of thing, right? Is patience. Patience to deal with buyers. I'm working with a lot of buyers right now. A lot of buyers. Everybody has their own criterias. They do not, they want to, they like a home. The kitchen is small. The bedroom is small. The basement is not done, so forth. But as I go with the patience with them, they're kind of, you know what, Gustavo, that is so nice of you. We mm -hmm. really annoyed you, right? 
I said, no, no, you didn't annoy me. You didn't annoy me. Is that what you felt? No, no. Wow. And, you know, they say, we, we, we really love working with you because you've been so patient with us. That's amazing. I showed them 10 homes and they say they don't like any of them. And I should feel like, ah. And then they give me referrals. They say, you know what? He's so great that he's helping us. He never complained. And I'm like, oh, please don't send me someone who has want to see 20 homes more. <laughs> See, we, we talked about it this morning with the agent DK, uh, when buyers and sellers say, hey, you know, Gustavo, I don't want to waste your time. And you had the perfect example here is that you're not wasting my time. This is what I do. And you go get right back into where you, you become even more patient after that. Did, did you feel that from me that, uh, that, that you were wasting my time? Because that's not the case, right? So guys, patience, showing up, make a decision, right? Keep contributing to your buyers and sellers, right? And, and, and simply call people. How simple is that? How simple is that when you can do eight deals per month like Gustavo, guys? It's very, very simple, but it's just not easy because nobody wants to pick up the phone and talk to 25 people. Gustavo, last piece of advice for the audience. Last piece is I'll give you my real experience of last night. Uh, I went to one client, uh, they had met me a while ago and they just called me, they said, hey, we are planning to sell our home. What do you think we should do? I said, can I come and see you? Sure. I, I was late. I met them around nine o'clock in the evening. Wow. It was late. So what I said, I'll go and meet them. So urgency is another part of the story. Like be mm -hmm. urgency, everything is urgent. If you yeah. don't show up, somebody else will. So I went to them and had a good conversation with them. And in between the conversation, I found out that they are also working with another agent. Huh. I said, you know what? Patience, mm. deep breath, take it calm. And I asked them a few questions. May I ask you, do you know about mortgages? They said, yeah, yeah, we know about a mortgage as interest rate and all that. Do you know about these terms? Uh, what do you know about mortgage insurance, life insurance? Uh, you know, I started explaining them a few things which I thought were lay people do not realize that. Mm. I gave them a lot of tips and information. At the end, they said, you know what? We've been working with the other realtor for two years. We haven't bought a home though, but he never gave us information. He only told us what we asked. But you have been telling us without you asking us. They looked at each other and said, I think we should work with him. Job. So give, give and you receive. Do not expect they're going to work with you because one day you will get something back in return twofolds. That's my advice. Give without having to receive, guys. And don't just be an order taker from that story. You have to give as much information that you know as possible to the buyer and seller. They will appreciate it. He earned the business of someone who was working with another realtor for two years, guys. That's all it takes. Give, 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 and you will receive tenfold, but don't expect to receive right away. Gustavo, uh, you are a magician. I think uh, we no. should Gustavo Magician uh, uh, Vaz. Thank you for being here today. I'm Thank sure you for we'll have me. part two with your growing, ex exponentially growing success. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for today. Thanks, everyone. Thank you very much, John. Thank, Thank you. you. Hey, Gustavo, I have a question.